Just another flashing light in the sky. I'm your host, Hope Corrigan. Welcome aboard Blockbuster Station. An important empathic survey is being held station-wide, and while participation is always optional, we'd love to capture your thoughts and feelings. Empathic surveys are vital to ensuring we have the best information possible for improving the morale and overall vibe of Blockbuster Station. To be a part be a of part, this incredibly important survey, simply go about your time on Blockbuster Station as emotionally open and present as possible. Our empathic sensors will automatically detect and catalogue your feelings and what triggers them. This information will be used to further goal in making Blockbuster Station a place of peace and emotional diversity. The more open to emotional responses you are while you're here, the clearer picture we can obtain from our improvements. So here are some helpful tips on how you can be as receptive as possible while aboard. Make sure to use all of your senses while wandering our station. Take deep, slow breath. Completely fill all your lower air cavities before releasing your exhale back into the filtration system. Think about the tastes, smells, and thoughts that come and go with every breath. Do you know their names? Think about how this makes you feel. While in the restaurant quarter, notice the spices, sulfur, and slight increase of heat in the air. When roaming the corridors, run your hand feel feel it tangible tangibles along the wall and feel the hum of spinning metals. While in the observation center, Open your mind to the void outside. Do you know its name? Think about how this makes you feel. Feel the void as it lifts you from the hall. This empathic survey will continue indefinitely. Next up, we have an announcement from the Electrical Engineering Department. There have been multiple reports of lightning faults within the station, all isolated to Deck 3.
Some staying in the residential quarter have described seeing Blockbuster Station's illumination system flashing on and off in the general corridors. The lights, according to these eyewitness accounts, are always far off in the distance and move once approached. Residents report that they felt like the lights were trying to lead them somewhere, as though they wanted to be followed. Several described the flashes of lights as seeming sad. Others said it was closer to lonely, or maybe lost. All reported that the flashing would turn to flickering, and the flickering to normalcy, within seven transitions. As though it was losing strength and fading out. Once the lights were restored, the witnesses reported feeling confused for a moment, needing to catch themselves up on why they were suddenly several rooms away from where they felt they were standing just moments ago. So far, the lights do not appear to pose any danger, but we would still advise people to be mindful while in the residential quarter on deck three. If you see the lights, the electrical engineering department advises maybe trying to make friends with them. Everyone could use a good friend, right? This is this is this is This is Blockbuster Station News. 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 In Station News. A new captain has not yet been assigned to the station since Captain Dalglish's recent departure. This has left Blockbuster Station in a sort of limbo with only the regular daily operations being tended to by the bridge crew. They are, of course, doing a fine job, but without someone officially in charge, the station is seeing delays to several projects. For most visitors on the station, this shouldn't have any noticeable effect on your stay. However, all major diplomatic decisions have been put on hold. If your species is currently undergoing political negotiations on this station, or was planning to, please be aware that we are experiencing delays. If your species requires assistance or aid, please be advised to just hang in there. You've got this. Additionally, no new restaurants, art displays, amusement parlours, or any other facilities can open during this time, as captain approval is required. We are really lucky this program started just before this happened, or even we would be undergoing delays. Diplakian and Biplakian listeners, are advised that they are only permitted to have takeaway given their ongoing planetary disputes during this time. If you are unsure about your current diplomatic status, please check with your embassy 
See how this may be relevant to you. second listeners we have just finished transcoding yet another message from our informant on the bridge they explain that the mood is starting to turn frustrated amongst the officers we have cross-referenced this with our current mood sensor recordings and it appears our informant is being very polite in that assessment the lack of leadership is causing rifts among the bridge crew. With no one in the position to make any weighty decisions, things are starting to pile up. The divide is centering around whether or not to keep holding out and wait for a newly appointed captain, or to start making some of the more urgent choices themselves. They are currently taking votes on whether or not to become a democratically organized bridge crew. And yes, they are aware of the irony. It has been pointed out several times already. Usually this offload of work would fall to the second in command, but Captain Dalgleish hadn't even appointed one officially before she left. Our source does not know when they can expect a result on those votes, as some are still deciding whether or not to vote in the first place. A democratic blockbuster station doesn't sound all bad, but what about those snap decisions? And how do I know my interests are being represented to this self-appointed collective of bridge deciders? <laughs> my mood sensors aren't looking too good either. Breathe. Remember, in stressful and uncertain times, it is always important to breathe. Breathe. Well, this piece of trade news certainly explains escalating tensions on the bridge. Due to the current situation with our station, combined with a new regulation from our local planet, Depelia, we won't be receiving a new shipment of produce this cycle. While we have an extensive cultivation program on board, there are just some plants that haven't taken to growth in space. Our artificial environment generators can do wonders to mimic the overall climate requirements for most Pelian fruits. But this just isn't always enough. You can visit the orchids in the cultivation quarter on deck 3 and feel the environmental shifts as you move down the crops. The area is warmest and most humid at the center, mimicking the tropical areas of Dupelia. The fruits here have the softest, sweetest flesh of any our planet has to offer, and the flavor of the ones grown here is a scientifically perfect match to those at home. But native Dupelians like myself and much of the bridge crew will tell you that they just don't taste the same. It's like you can't taste the land it was grown from. With every bite, you barely experience any memories of the roots in the dirt. It loses 
all the flavor of blood spilt over the land over time. There, there's not even a hint of the one war. It's an incomplete emptiness to the flavor, though they still go all right with some salt. Every native Defelian on the station receives an allotment of produce from what's delivered each cycle. The rest goes to the Depelian restaurants on deck two, so anyone who wants can enjoy the true flavors of his own. Without this shipment, it won't be long until the station is completely devoid of Depelian grown food, and I can bet the bridge crew is very aware of that. After a while, Biting into a piece of fruit with only space station memories is going to make for a lot of homesick Depelians. Homesickness is, of course, the leading cause of death Depelians throughout the galaxy. Homesickness Awareness Day is coming up next month, but don't forget to get yourself checked if you feel any of the typical symptoms at any time. We've just received an update from the electrical engineering department regarding the odd flashing lights on deck three. Appearances of the lights are becoming more frequent. There have been three new confirmed sightings of flashing lights since our previous report. As before, the lights appear much further down the corridor and move when approached. Again, the witnesses report feeling an intent from the light to lead them somewhere, and a sense of sad emotions. One of the witnesses has a cybernetic implant, which they have allowed the electrical engineering department to examine for evidence. This witness reported hearing a sort of whirring noise during the event, maybe a voice, which could well be through the implant given no others have had the same experience. We are hoping to know more soon. To assist with the efforts, station security have begun running scans in the area, generally walking the corridors saying things like, Hey lights, want to hang out with us? Please comply with the security's directions should you come across them in the corridors. That goes for you too, lights. You're tuned into block 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 buster buster block 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 buster block block buster station. In this look back at ancient Dupelian culture, we wanted to highlight a concept that's still very important in society today. Revenge. 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 Revenge is a crucial recurring theme across our history. The concept can be found everywhere and is incredibly prevalent in ancient Earth texts. It has many forms, 
but is easily recognizable for its contributions in providing social balance throughout history. Revenge is the simple act of giving back. It's the perceived fair payment of a partial interaction to communicate the emotion, breadth, and depth of a learning experience returned. It's a uniquely personal experience for the enactor of revenge, and thus is different from other more judicial arrangements. Revenge has a focus on the raw emotional price of an action to the individual or group enacting. Many ancient societies, revenge was encouraged in an attempt to ensure personal justice. It could be as simple as individual payback, or as grand as massive tribal blood feuds. It loomed as a warning that actions would be repaid in kind, often with a little interest on top. Revenge is the bright red poison sack on the bark of a kaleido tree, warning you of the consequences of your excluding actions. Revenge has many subsets, though the basic concept often remains the same. Justice is a sort of revenge that is generally agreed to be objectionably proportional. For example, avenge is a term used by those seeking less personal, general revenge with some justice mixed in. Vengeance is a cooler sounding but less useful noun-only version of revenge. Karma is a sort of lazy, yet hopeful revenge, with a smugness of knowing that bad things happen to everyone, eventually. Of course, as most things done by sentient beings, revenge can often be in error. A misunderstanding has infuriatingly led to unwarranted revenge, which causes its own revenge response when seen as a first strike. It is important to always check your revenge very carefully before turning it to certified vengeance to avoid such situations. Our cultural center on deck three can assist you with this. Their verified revenge counsellors are available for consultation by appointment. We have time for one final update from our informant on the bridge before we end today's transmission. Voting as to whether or not the bridge should be democratically led has been put on hold after recent communication from the Dupelium government. It seems the government has been receiving pressure from citizens on board the station after that trade announcement earlier. Rightly being wary of any revenge due to not serving its people has leapt into action. The government has made a special exemption for a latest shipment of produce, allowing it to be delivered without a captain's approval. Yet 
asks all citizens on board to be patient while they can allocate a captain to the station that is also agreeable to the office of your level systems. It promises this period of rudderless uncertainty will be over soon. Great work, everyone! See, this is exactly the kind of power that media and people can have together. An informed citizenship is one that can fight for their rights, or fruits, as the case may be. This should quell the democratic uprising in the bridge, at least for a little while. We will be sure to keep you updated regarding the new captain or any further bridge revolutions as they come. For now, stay tuned for poetry readings from the Cultural Center. Deactivate your audio translators while still connecting to the language frequency to get the full intended experience in their original beauty. Thank you for listening to this episode of Blockbuster Station. You can find more episodes at blockbusterstation.buzzsprout.com or on any good podcasting services. While you're there, leave us a review so more people can find us too. Background track for The Produce Report was made by Aaron Cargill. You can find him on Twitter at Inversation. Everything else was made by me, Hope Corrigan, and you can find out more on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash blockbuster station.